I'm Mark. And I'm Pete. And this is Mark and Pete Resurrected. And we're calling the show that because, well, we're going to be rambling on for a bit. Pay close attention, though. We've got some fascinating topics to talk about centred around the theme for today's show, which is the real meaning of Easter. Mark, there is quite a lot of partying at Easter, quite a lot of celebrating. And there's some rather silly things that happen at Easter, and I just have this feeling deep in the pit of my stomach. You're going to have written the poem that you do about that part of it, about what Easter isn't really about, about, right? Well, is it or isn't it? But you're absolutely right. I mean, when we think about Easter, there are certain symbols and rituals that we all go through. And the best way to do it is to, of course, traditionally put it in the form of a poem. And here it is, folks. Easter charade. I am a runny Easter egg with a shallow, fragile shell. I do not have a single leg, so I roll around and smell. I am the Easter bunny and I deliver all the shopping. After spending lots of money, I leave a little dropping. <laughs> there you go. I mean, what what else? I mean, surely that encapsulates the whole of Easter in well, one I, go. Well, I built up to that thinking, uh, yes. a silly poem, and I I wasn't disappointed. Uh, so, yeah, that it's um, uh, it's an interesting encapsulation because the thing to do with Easter eggs. That's all. That's always been a really weird one. I, I kids went and. Uh, did <laughs> I remember those days, yes. Taught, yes. back in the day. Well, back in the day when that happened, we used to have a, a regular event at uh, Easter time, and uh, I would join in with other uh, people from the churches teaching people about the Easter story. And in my part, I did about the resurrection. And I would say, well, what 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 has Easter eggs got to do with the resurrection of Jesus Christ? And uh, the answer was, of course, well, nothing really. Mm. <laughs> And, and I said, what about the big chocolate? Why are they chocolate? And they usually concluded because people like to eat chocolate. Yes. So it's not, it's not, re- doesn't re- although you can come up with things like, well, the egg symbolizes new birth and it yes. looks a bit like the stone in front of the two. It, it really doesn't get to it. Well, I mean, uh, I, I think. This is where commerce has, has basically cannibalized Christianity. Now, now exactly. one of the, is the fact that you're a businessman and I'm a clergyman, so we have different takes on things. But why don't we just sort of switch up what we might usually do and say, well, th- this is a religious question. What's the true meaning of yeah. Easter? So why don't you tell, why don't you tell us first what you would say is the first meaning of Easter, and then I'll give it a go afterwards. What would you, right. what would you say? Well, Easter, we know what so, we're talking about. Uh, it's a very popular, very popular festival in yes. the religious tradition. We're putting aside the chocolate eggs. And, and, and yeah. discussions about where the name comes from. We yes. know it's, it's sometimes called Resurrection Sunday, so we know what we're talking about, the the um, the meaning of the historical event of Easter. What, what would you say, Val? What is the, well, what is the uh, meaning of it? I, I'm going to come from... I'm gonna, I am know that you're probably going to delve a little bit more into the, the scriptures well, and so on, but I'm going to talk about it from a layperson's point of view. But what it means to me is the following, that... The the very symbol of the death of Christ, who then came back to life, is, is quite poignant in terms of you think about the context of what happened, all the wrongdoings and what Jesus was trying to say at the time. And, and of course, he was vilified. He had lots of sufferings and, and so on. And, and that has a point, because when you think about that period where he comes back to life, to me, it symbolizes what really is a hope and the, the real sense of 
purpose, i.e. the recognition that actually he was right, but also, crucially, that it's you as an individual and mankind generally in terms of really having a faith and a belief in God. That is the sense of purpose. And and if you think about what Easter does, and, and I think we, we sadly have to be reminded at this point in time every year, um, you shouldn't need to be, it should be something daily, but unfortunately we seem to rely on Easter to just kick us up the backside and say, hold on, what is the real meaning of Easter and what's the meaning of, um, of ourselves? And our real meaning, in my opinion, is prompted by this period to say, believe in God, believe in the resurrection, believe in Jesus Christ that was right and what he suffered for and why he did this. But ultimately, and this is the, dare I say, the the end goal, which is you have to believe that it it's the love and belief in God. Mm, that that okay. to me is what it symbolizes yeah. in a later. Yeah, no, I can see that. But uh, although you say as a layman, as in not a clergyman, um, I think that's a, that is... I would say slightly unusual take in that, well, I norm, what I would normally expect uh, people to say, okay, I was just, I was assuming this, but uh, what I would expect people to say is it's something to do uh, with Jesus defeating death, beating death, because he, he comes back to life, and something to do mm. with new birth, which you... It does. It do, it's to do with that, yes, yes. Uh, but uh, what you were going uh, more down the line of what... Um, what it, what changed about your your purpose in life, I guess? Well, I'm going to say I know that we sort of talked about this before we started yeah, this yeah, show, yeah. but here's my here's my flippant view that you know whether Jesus um, you know died um, and came back, um, you know the shifting of the boulders yeah, and yeah. Uh, or the chocolate egg or anything else, yeah. and that well, folks. Yeah, it looks like but, a but he could he could have been egg. water skiing yes. and, he, and, he, and he defeated death, or yes. he could have been um, walking on hot coals, or oh, okay. um, you know there could have been anything, any kind of act. To me, it was an act. It was a symbol. It was a it was a gesture. It was a, a defiance. It was a point. Of, of really getting across to people at the time. Yes. And so to me, it, it doesn't really matter what the symbol is uh, in terms of, of, of what or the gesture. Yes. Uh, you know, we, we tend to sort of plough over that and we think about, you know, he was put in a tomb and then, you know, there was a boulder put there and then, then suddenly he comes back to life and then, then we, the story unfolds. That that's fine. It could have been anything, as far as I'm concerned. It's why was that act done? Yes. It could have been anything, and the principle has to be is it was done to get people to understand that actually, why was Jesus brought into this earth? What what he represents, and ultimately, why are we here? Yes, and it has to be surely that your sole purpose and certainly what is paramount in everything you do is about your purpose and belief and love in God. Yeah, it has to yeah. be. No, I, I agree with all that. I think what you said is good. I, was, uh, I wasn't uh, meaning to criticise what you said because uh, oh, it's different. What I'm, no, yeah, it makes a change. <laughs> you know. But what, what I was saying was uh, that it wasn't quite what I expected, but that's also a good thing. Um, no point me asking otherwise, is there? But w- what I would say, so this is my take on it, the meaning of Easter, as I say, which is often taken, which is true that, you know, Jesus came back to the life, so he defeated death. Uh, there's a bit more to it than that. In the, of course, if that's the case, followers of him could also do the same. There was a strong belief at the time that all those uh, who followed God, so all the, uh, that time, it would be mainly the people within uh, the, the nation of Israel, but not exclusively those, all those who follow God 
would in the end be resurrected you know would come back to life would have a physical bodily existence in the future yeah and the difference for them then at the time was that jesus was resurrected you know he came back to life and didn't just come back to life like resuscitated but uh, you know it doesn't start with easter it goes on to the ascension this ascension day is jesus going into heaven which is where god is but physically so his physical body carries on existing now the the that um that belief that we can follow in his footsteps is you know gives rise to the idea ah jesus has defeated death for us too in the end although we'll go through death in the future we'll be resurrected like him so that's that's fine and good and true but the initial meaning of easter wasn't that for the followers because I, as I, uh, for people around because i say they all pretty much believed in the afterlife you know it wasn't suddenly ah there's life after death now and there's possibility of new life of being of resurrection that, that uh, most of the followers of jesus um, maybe all of them were firm jewish believers uh, the first lot of them and so they believed that anyway what was surprising what was new was that jesus was resurrected then which showed that he was who he said he was he was the one sent by god he was he was vindicated in what he said he said that he would return he said that he would return and then come in judgment and indeed you know in 70 a.d jerusalem was destroyed the things that he said had come true uh, therefore uh, using you see uh, the picture of himself being a temple uh, he said he would he could just have it destroyed and be raised to life in three days and even that had happened he compared himself to jonah who was in the belly of the whale and came up uh, alive in the same way he was in the tomb and after three days came back alive so it was showing he was who he said he was that he was vindicated in what he claimed which is exactly mark with what you were saying that mm. it, it was it was the per the purpose of life they trust trusting in god loving god and loving each other was there but why one uh, issue is that it, i believe it did matter what it was you know it couldn't have been water skiing uh even oh. though that would have been very entertaining. Um, it would have been. Especially if it was water skiing on a cross. Bungee jumping? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> That's probably uh, sacrilegious to say that. But look, uh, um, bungee jumping, yes. So, uh, yeah, that, uh, he could have done that. That would have been less um, uh, less final, let's put it that way, if he yes. bungee jumped from the cross. But the fact that he died was important because um, it's n not simply... That he did this great symbol that's something that uh, focused people's minds it was what he did um he needed yes. to suffer and die because he was taking punishment uh, well, for us now this is this is where i, yes. I always love to throw in yeah. a point of conversation yes. which gets every, everybody going and and i'm gonna i'm gonna talk about the context yeah. of any situation um this time is a very religious time yeah. but at the same time the world is going through a crisis and I know that this subject has come up a many times, but here is one which is better for most, certainly our generation, certainly in the last, well, certainly last couple of generations. Coronavirus is there upon us. Is this a time when, as you say, that Jesus comes back? Um, why doesn't Jesus come back? see the situation that we're suffering maybe he is a victim and comes back it's a symbol is now the time where actually we need as a as as humankind we now need to see that again 
is that something that uh, is going to happen? Um, or Jesus returning? Happen? Well, I think, well, yes. let me just, uh, um, I'm just slightly backtrack, but I'm going to come, uh, come fast up to that point. Um, so th- what I was saying was that Jesus needed to suffer and die as part of what was happening. And without that, it wouldn't have the spiritual force that it had, although it would still have the meaning of people of focus, focusing, focusing people's minds on what God wanted them to do and that God loved them. And that's true. But uh, the death on the cross was important in terms of taking a punishment on other people's behalf, which, despite um, criticisms, in fact, was a common belief by people in Judaism at the time. And in fact, even today, uh, people say when a, when a, a famous rabbi dies, the Jewish people will say uh, a Hebrew phrase meaning that uh, he died for us. So he, may his mm. deaths take uh, take our sins. And yes. uh, so the, this this concept is already there. And the reason it's important that de- that death happened is that uh, the death uh, death is the final punishment. So then your sins, your wrongness is taken away and destroyed so that you have a new start. Um, but the second thing, and I am building up to the point about what about the, the suffering now and the coronavirus and the need for a new start, um, that that having happened, that, that, having, having, that Jesus having died and him uh, being uh, raised to life <clears throat> meant something else. It meant it was the start of a new creation. You remember me saying, Oh, it, 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 they believed that there would be a resurrection of all the faithful at the end when there was a new creation, when the earth was renewed and heaven, where God is, fully combined with earth again and put everything to right and there'll be no more disease, no more sickness and no more death, quoting from Revelation, and it's alluded to in the prophet Isaiah as well. So how does that relate? Well, currently we're not there yet. This pointed forward to a time when there will be no more sickness, but that hasn't happened yet. In the midst of life, we are in death, as it says oh, in yeah. some form of the funeral says, um, and that you know coming coming from themes uh, in Ecclesiastes and Job. Now, that's it's true that we're suffering at the moment. It's not true uh, that God wants us to have disease and to suffer, even though we all, in a way, you could say we we all deserve it. You know, we're all sinful, do wrong things. Why should we not suffer? Mm. So so what is the answer? Well, God is fighting to restore the earth, to bring back this final restoration of all things when there's a, a new earth, it's a restored earth, when God is completely in control. So he's in overall control, but still there are bad things happen. You, even you, Mark, can rebel against God, but anyone could decide not to do what God wants. There were things. I, disease I, is I, something that God doesn't yeah, want. Yeah, I, I, I wanted to mention something, and probably there are many of our listeners mm. sort of uh, throwing th- Easter eggs at the um, at their computers at the moment, or, <laughs> or probably wondering. I hope not. I hope they're eating them. Yeah. Well, no, <laughs> we'll save them is, tomorrow. Folks. I come back to this point about, as you say, about the questioning, because for those people, ironically, and I'm, I'm, I'm going to be bold here with my comment. I'm going to say that at some point um, that. Most people will question God in the sense that they're learning all the time. And at some point in their their life, they question God. Why do things happen? And that happened. And, you know, this is almost certainly we found ourselves doing that. Now, some people go on to be atheists and they think, oh, it's all just a load of hocus pocus and they don't believe it. Others are agnostic. They think, well, you know, 
actually, I think there is something there, but I'm not really sure. There, there must be a God, but I can't quite work it out. And then, there, of course, there are those people like yourselves who have chosen to, to you know, devote their careers and, and, and lives to it. Mm. Um, but always there's one common theme, and that is the questioning. I don't have a problem with the fact that you can question, because by questioning, and if you get the answers, and you should may not necessarily get the answers straight away, but my advice would be keep questioning. Mm. Oh, yeah, because yeah. somewhere there is a logical answer. Yeah. And and that's what I think when you think about Easter. It's another milestone in the calendar which says, look, you know, the, there's a purpose that we celebrate at this yeah. point in time. And if you don't quite get it, if you don't quite understand things, take the trouble to find out. Yes, and, and I, I agree entirely with that. And there was a, a good comment you made earlier, was Jesus the victim in that, you know, he was he suffered and died. He he was falsely accused or something, etc., etc. Now, mm. um, and in a way, he was a victim in that he suffered and died. Um, and the the um, there's a, often a, a criticism of Christianity, uh, which actually is a very weak, one of the weakest arguments ever that it, uh, that it's not true, but it's the most popular. These people say, "Ah, but what about all the suffering in the world?" Whereas, for most people. Um, that I know, and certainly for myself, the, uh, the your belief in Christianity begins with the fact that the suffering it starts with the suffering, I mean, and in fact, Christ's suffering is the beginning of your understanding of uh, God's purposes for the world. That God Himself, the Creator, the King, the Boss, suffers if in if anything more than those he's created he puts himself into the difficult situation he comes into his creation to suffer for the people as well as suffering with the people that he created um so uh i don't think we've probably got not got time even though this is uh our resurrected or uh, uncensored, we sort of uh, sometimes call it, long version of the podcast. Um, I don't think we've got time to go through a whole, unless you want to, or the whole theology of suffering. I think we should go through the whole Bible uh, yeah, and just let's go start for it. Right. Word in the beginning, word no. and just keep everybody <laughs> but, but on. And I, I, what I was going to say to you is, um, <laughs> and if, if we come out of it and are resurrected from that, we've done well. And I was, what I was going to say is, even if we don't do that, even if we don't go through, you know, the, all the meaning of suffering within Christianity, we uh, can at least say this: that I've been suffering listening to you. <laughs> even <laughs> G- Jesus suffered. Uh, in uh, in the build up to Easter, and he's resurrected, and it's in yeah. that suffering, in coming to be with the people, who he he created, um, that we then we can then say, well, now what is the situation if the suffering now? Well, God is here with us in it. He's a personal, relatable well, God. So the it, first point is to say that the suffering isn't sent by uh, God, isn't something that God wants, even though He has every right to punish us. What He wants is uh, for us to uh, trust him and in the end to be released from all suffering. So he comes yeah. and he shows he's serious about that by coming into it with us. We know that Jesus suffered and he comes in to the situation with us. It's certainly not the situation that God doesn't suffer or doesn't cry or doesn't uh, cry along with us. He does, but in the end, uh, as it says in Isaiah and again in Revelation, he will be so close to us as to wipe away every tear. That's uh, the message of Easter for this time, for this moment, I think, 
that you can you, you can have a relationship with God, who, a God who suffers along with you. And in the end, that's the way out of all through the suffering. Yeah, and, and I, from my point of view, yeah, I agree with you. But I think there's also, interestingly, a time to reflect, yes. a time to reevaluate. And I say that in the context of what's happening, because almost every aspect of our lives are being changed. Um, you know, we think about the social restrictions that we've got imposed on us we've got and then quite rightly so there's nothing i'm not saying is wrong but we've also got the the challenges we've got economically to our jobs and uh, and also the challenges of of how we deal with our loved ones you know some of which we can't meet and you know it's quite rightly we're having to think and reevaluate the way we deal with things so for me i I, you know i I think that easter is an interesting time uh where actually i i think that because of the the situation we're in today i hope that many people don't forget it because it's very easy the days merge don't they you know when you know you're sort of locked in and you can't (laughs) you can't get out and about um and and certainly it's going to be different, but that doesn't mean to say that it's not a chance to be better. No, no. Let me come back to, to uh, your poem at the start, which ah uh, yes, a, a yes, rather silly poem, but reflecting. Oh, uh, oh really? The I, sort of, I thought it, I thought uh, I thought it really got to the point. But but reflecting the sort of uh, the joyous, happy nature of Easter, and in fact. Uh, when you when you think about what Easter Day is, it's to do with you know that Jesus returns from the dead, never to die again, and it's it's a symbol of hope that God comes into our suffering to be with us, and as we trust in Him, we actually go where Jesus went and are part of this new creation. Anyway, all the things that we've been saying about it, be us being able to return back to the purposes of God, which uh, uh, you began talking about, Mark. But that means we need to celebrate. That means Easter oh, yeah. is. Party time. The uh, well-known biblical scholar Tom Wright, N.T. Wright, he suggests that we should. Uh, this is you wouldn't necessarily expect this from him. He, he looks uh, quite a serious individual, although he seems to really know how to party. Because he says, uh, if you're at Easter, we should have champagne for breakfast for a week. That's what he's, he said. Easter should be the biggest party. Well, if, he, if he's paying, that's well, fine. Well, I was thinking that. Well, he was a bishop for a bit. Maybe, maybe he paid for his congregation. I don't know. So, what, what, what should we do then? What, what? I mean, if that's a challenge, isn't it? What's bigger than having champagne for breakfast for a week? Because I don't like champagne. Ah, that's a, how that's a problem. We, how should we party? <laughs> uh, eating eating chocolate eggs, but well, I don't really like chocolate either. Um, Dance with Easter bunnies yeah. and, and have a parade. Well, yeah, I think all that in your house, of course, folks. <laughs> so, I mean, how can you celebrate uh, Easter without yeah. going out? Well, there must be ways of doing it. I mean. Uh, having an Easter egg hunt is one of the uh, now. I, can I just point do. out because we're coming to the end of the show? Time. I know. Can I? Can I just yeah. say, folks, this is this is the most entertaining. Can I tell you? I cannot think of anything more entertaining yeah. than the following: yes. an Easter egg hunt yeah. in a house yes. is one of the most entertaining things for adults and children. Yeah, right. There's no question about it. Uh, it. It provides a lot of amusement, and you can do it even in a flat. Or in the yeah. grand mansions of clergyman Pete's house. Yes, no, I think uh, in Cooper Towers we will be doing that. Yeah, so I think that's a challenge to all of you. Try having an Easter egg hunt in your house and then tell us 
if it isn't the most entertaining thing you've ever done. <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, because it just, it, it won't be. I mean, it will be, rather. It will be. It will be the most entertaining thing. There's no question. Oh, it is. I can assure you. No, no, I, I can assure you. I wish we should do it every day. Yeah, yes. Well, uh, yeah. I, I think that's uh, I think so. that's about all the time we've got for, for this topic yeah. this week. Yes. Yeah, um, pass me the, uh, the chocolate egg you've got over there. Thank you. Oh, oh. Bye for now. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.